What's how the Aaliyah song though? It's been a long time. Should have left. I'm about to hear Nicki Minaj. Look at this Rakim. What is it? That's hella uh, Timberland, ain't it? Are you? Six, seven months because we were Chris. Talk to the people, bro. You want me to talk to the people? I'm sorry that Brandon gave that intro. Welcome everybody to the Rogue Ones podcast. You know how we back at it. It's B Robin the Bank, it's C Duke Sandy. Josiah is missing, but he'll probably be here next week. He might join in on this episode. Who knows? We'll find out. But we got fam in the building here today. Oh, our boy from way back when. The realest yes, one to ever do it. The realest. KB. Only legend. Keenan Buckner. I'm How walking myth. I'm good about you, sir. Good, bro. How y'all doing? How y'all doing, family? All right. So, like I said, we got family in the building today. We've been off of this for like... Nah, we got, we been got a long time. The whole explanation, bro. I don't know. Don't worry. We've been... Yeah. We got to tell them what happened. <laughs> but we got to figure out how long we've been... Like, because it's been since January? Yeah. January, like, 27th was the last one we pulled one out. Wow. Well... You, you want to give up your update first? Corona, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, like, no. honestly, around that time, like, the group was starting to go, like, we were starting to get mad busy. I was starting, I was, like, three months into my job. Josiah started working on weekends, and I started Did you start working on Amazon? Yeah, yeah. So we've been going, and then after that, Corona happened, and then World War Three happened, everything. You know, World War 2020 is happening. Well, I guess we gotta start off by saying everything that we missed. So yeah. I feel like we got we can't say nothing without saying our rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. I mean, we can talk about it for a little bit. I mean, yeah. We never really got to dive into it, so yeah. I'll, I'll ask a question first. Of you know, like how everybody get the news? Like how did you take it? Well, like what kind of mental state were you in for a while? Terrible. How did you take it? I'm still coping. Um, I think I, I was I'm trying to think. I was. I was with my, I forget, I'm trying to think. It came abrupt. It was out of nowhere. Yeah, it was wild. everybody thought it was fake. It was a normal, like, Saturday, I think. Yeah. It, no, Sunday, yeah. Oh, it was after the Grammys. Or no. It was right before the Grammys. It was before the Grammys, yeah. And the news broke. I thought it was fake because, like, everybody had been doing those fake Yeah, those fake little in yeah. middle school. And then this news kept populating on, like, certain sites that I trust, like on my sports app, then celebrities started saying it on Instagram and stuff like that and I was like, alright, bro, it might be real, and then when you come to find out his daughter was with him, I'm like, yo well, first, remember the post it was like his wife, his whole yeah, family yeah, it was like his whole yeah. family, facts, 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 yeah it was yeah. like Rick Fox, like teen yeah, like, it was just crazy yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I just want to say, uh, just rest in peace to the other families that you know. I mean, of course, too. of course, of course. And every, honestly, ever since that, because we can, it's, it's like it's been a couple months, so we can't really too get deep, deep in it. But like ever since that, it's been going downhill from there. Like, shoot, we were just talking about Pop Smoke. Yeah, he passed, and um, rest in peace, Pop. Yeah, and to be honest with you, we wasn't really feeling his music like that. At first, I'm like, nah, he, nah, he cool, but I mean, it's the same song over and over again. But I mean. As we see, yeah. We I, and I put this on Twitter like 
artists are so fly by night nowadays. Like they get a smash, they get a hit, and then they go. You don't hear nothing from them. like designer almost. Like you don't hear nothing from them again. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's like another. Uh, it's a multitude of artists that are like that, but for him, like he was just getting off the ground to the yeah. point where we didn't even get a chance to really he didn't really get a chance to develop but in this new music that he came that's coming out he'll do like he'll do his own I guess the post him post him yeah music post or discography post him after death oh but you really I, I really like hear I guess uh, a lot of development a lot of uh, versatility yeah he still got his own box and this yeah. album that's why I like it's not that home to the bar yeah rest of rest peace pop smoke yeah and then we gotta address cause uh you know everybody on this podcast is, is black <laughs> and we know what's going social on social justice movement you know what I'm saying going on. the march part 2 Black Lives Matter. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Explanation point, point. We can disagree on a lot, but we can't disagree on that one. On me. And, man, some of these stories coming out months later is really what's going to Like, uh, I kept telling y'all, like, the whole uh, Elijah McClain story. That know, one missed me. That one touched me the most because... Just that whole backstory, yeah. That, it happened. We we just now hearing it this summer, and it happened last. Two thousand nineteen, didn't August? it? Yeah, yeah something like some wilds, yeah. Yeah, it happened last August, and we just now hearing about it. So I'm I'm just go off on rip. Say rest in peace, Elijah McClain, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Was it Ahmaud um, Aubrey or something? Yeah, Ahmaud yeah. Aubrey. Like these stories are just crazy. They people just live a regular day life. And getting it's being ended by the cops. Yeah, and it goes to show you, like, especially when you say with that Elijah McClain story, how it happened like a while back ago, yeah. and we we're just not hearing about it. Yeah. It's kind of make you wonder, especially like some of these smaller cities are definitely, uh, I guess, more more so white populated communities and everything, where it's clearly like racism involved in the community. It kind of show you the extent that people go to to cover things up or not let things leak out into the media. Because how does a death like a death of that magnitude, of like that, yeah, that someone crazy. being murdered, how does that not get out until now. way later? Yeah. Like, and then that just shows this corruption all over yeah. in places like that too. Even someone to just know that happened and just sweep it under the rug. So, yeah. cause you rather not have bad publicity for whatever state or city that you're in. Yeah, like especially with social media, cause that George Floyd, we seen George Floyd develop as it was happening. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you mean to me that happened, like you said, what, August 2019 mm-hmm. or something like that? And we just not getting this in what, February, March, yeah. or whatever, like mm-hmm. that's crazy like that's and wild every situation is tragic but like the for me personally the elijah mcclain touched like a little close to home because he was the same age as me at the time mm-hmm. like and the, you saw the video like because they I'm, yeah i, I appreciate video. those videos going around because it still gives you like a a realism of who the person was before. it gives a life yeah and like they said he was introverted like he was i mean that's what he said well, yeah exactly. that, that was that was hard to hear like yeah and like they just showed him like you know playing the violin for like straight cat like he was like a regular like just a this it shows you like these are just regular people they're not criminals they're not anybody that's like looking like they're about to provoke criminal activity literally everything he was saying as he was pleading for Brianna Taylor was sleep they broke in her house (laughs) yeah Brianna Taylor was sleep George Floyd see and and that just reminds me of uh the. The Sterling was it Sterling and uh, the one that was selling loose cigarettes. His situation. Oh, Alden Sterling. The first, the yeah. first I can't read. I think that was yeah. Really, what this just bring me back to? You just see like 
fact check that. The way, you, <laughs> the way that like these unarmed black men, black women, just minorities, period, how they're being slaughtered, murdered, and just mistreated by police, it just kind of take you, it, well, at least it takes me back to just always. Eric Garner, Eric Garner. Oh, Eric Garner. But it just always takes me back to that the whole original thing and like the constitution and everything of how they looked at black people as like three-fourths of a man and everything like that yeah. and just the way that these people are being killed you can kind of see that they still have that same intent like they don't see they don't see you as a mm-hmm. white people have have freedom we have well every minority quote-unquote people of person of color black person we have liberty, we have liberty. so yeah. we have so in a sense as long as it's within we have to like our rights are first, and then for white people, it's like their free will is first, and then as long as mm. it's in the bracket of rights, it has to be. It's like a reasonable consequence, mm. but for us, it's like we have to be within. Mm. So it just puts us in. It just puts barriers. Like I got the like the definition that I kind of um, interpret between freedom and liberty. So freedom is a construct of constitution constitutional or moral order within a reasonable limits and cultural bounds. Liberty is a balance of rights and responsibility rightfully exercise of freedom. So it's just an exercise of freedom, which means it's just a portion. Mm-hmm. It tells you right there, it's just a portion of freedom. It's pretty much what you're allowed to have. Almost. Exactly. And like, but when you, in hindsight, those definitions sound similar, mm-hmm. which of course they're going to have, you know, similarities to them, but it's the truth. We only have, like minorities only have liberty, and everybody else has freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't really think of a way, well, uh, a solid way to where we say we can get to a point where we say we have freedom. I just think, at least right now, at this point in time that we're in now, I wouldn't say because not everyone's called to activism, right? Yeah. But I feel like at this point in time, you have to find your voice somewhere. You know what I mean? You gotta know your lane. Like, whether you know your it's, lane. you're out on the front line screaming Black Lives Matter <clears throat> at the protest, yeah. whether it's just in your job or whatever, you just moving up the right. I just yeah. feel like the only way that we're gonna be able to progress forward mm-hmm. or at least get to a place to where we feel like we're on a level playing field is that whatever avenues we decide to choose in life, yeah. we have to like, ex- Ex- what's, what's a, exert black excellence yeah, pretty much yeah. in every single thing we do. Yeah. So like whether like you like music so much, like you have to pour yourself into that and For everything, sure. get yourself a platform or whatever. Now, same with you. Like you know, maybe we both like sports and yeah. everything. So that can be our avenue to get in. It's just like you gotta get into high places. And I feel like people feel like you have to I don't know, kinda like tear down the government and everything, which is, I'm with it to an extent. Yeah. I'm with it to an extent. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're the reason. Mm-hmm. They're the reason. Because, like, when you really look at, like, the policing is, policing is solely the government, so they can say that they're trying to change all they want to, but it starts with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, oh, like I was saying, like, just the government and all that, I just feel like we, we as a people, we just kind of have to find kind of find our lanes and our avenues and everything to get to the top and like just get to a place to where I don't want to say sitting at the same table with the opposite side but just I just feel like we have to start making opportunities for ourselves instead of like waiting for the other side to finally come around and be like you know what we did you wrong have this or we apologize I mean they're doing that now but clearly like I've been listening to Shannon Sharp a lot what he say they're just doing a lot of symbolic gestures like they're not doing nothing to help the yeah. Really. They're just saying, oh, we feel you. Yeah. Like, it's empathy. 
Yeah, well, it's not even really empathy. It's, it's sympathy. Yeah, yeah they, they sympathize with you, but yeah. they won't empathize with yeah. you. Yeah, I, mean, so, I mean, but also like they can't understand what we've been through, going through. So it's hard for them to emphasize with us when they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but they don't know. And that's not an excuse either, like on their end, because like it's public knowledge. It's been out here for as long as we live in a lifetime before then. Mm-hmm. So like I see, a, I got like, I, cause y'all know I went to Webster, which is a, a predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, in these past few months, I'd have had to cut off mad people just because either the stuff that they yeah. believe in or the stuff that they say in, or they're <coughs> insensitive, but yeah. And their, their main excuse is I was never taught this, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, yo, we live in an information age. There is no excuse for you not to know anything. My, my favorite excuse I've heard all the time is, well, my life is hard, too. My like, time's at about, like, 15. <laughs> they didn't talk to me. Can I relate? No matter how hard. And they, like, and the, and the funny thing is, like, this might sound sensitive, but I don't really care right now. White people want to be oppressed so they can have a reason to, to, to say like, like yeah, yeah, you're the only one. They want to. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why they're going so hard with this mad shit. Like, yeah. dog, you in the store 15 minutes, like, relax. Like, yeah. And that's the that's the contradiction too. Like, just whole when this whole corona thing started and you saw the other side protesting because we were told to stay home and yeah, like, like they was outside talking about you can't hold them from their rights. But as soon as we on the other side of the fence get up and on about something that's legitly a crime out here or inhumane, then we're seen as, you know, the thugs, the rioters. But it's because they're scared. That's why we're labeled as thugs and all. It's because they know if we come hand in hand, like shoulder to shoulder, we're more powerful. We get more power and we get more strength than we taking them out. It's a problem. Clear as day, yeah. Like it's It's just all about them just finding new ways to keep that I don't know, inward mindset. In slavery. Like, like slavery, said, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slavery mindset, like, you ain't nothing but an end. Yeah. Like, that's basically what they do when, when they're calling you You're riders, below us. when they're calling yeah. you looters, they're calling you thugs. Anything that's... Just another way to say Yeah, it's just anything negative, they're basically just saying, yeah, you're an end. Like, you yeah. can get out of my country and all and that. And a lot, another thing I've noticed in a lot of these celebrities are like... Boy, these celebrities showing they real colors. Yeah, like, first of all, since... <laughs> Fuck Terry Crews. <laughs> I know no, it's no, it, it, it's Terry Crews. It's Terry Crews. <laughs> I know it's been said on multiple platforms. Everybody knows what he's saying. If you don't, it's probably good that you don't. Just keep ignoring him, honestly. But he said he's saying like basically the opposite of what the real message is here is you know black, black like Black Lives Matter means white side white lives are lessened or it means black supremacy, which is. What does that even mean? Mm. That's not even possible. Right. Like, but yeah, and it's, it's him, it's a lot of these social media influencers that are quick to stand for How, something yeah. that, yeah, like something yeah. simple. And then, but when it comes to something like this, they're like, nah, there's a better way of doing it. Like, nah, okay, what's the better way? Cause like, we kill, like we quote unquote can't get it right, so. Mm. I don't know. This social media politics and everything has like tricked people into think having this mindset of where you pretty much can't have like two coinciding thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm saying Black Lives Matter, like how you just point out, then to someone else I'm saying Black Lives are the ultimate race, yeah. and we're supremacists, and yeah. other lives don't matter. Yeah. It's always you either gotta be here or there. You can never be a yeah Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But also like we just want you to know like. You're not treating us as if like our lives matter. Period. Yeah. Like we're not saying our black lives is the elite life. We're saying 
you're you're mistreating black lives, yeah. but you're, you're disregarding us, you're throwing us to the side. Because all, all of it is just at the end of the day, end of the day like messing up the narrative, and then we and then we end up in a whole other Colin Kaepernick situation where the narrative gets twisted and turned. We had the whole looting situation where everybody was like, okay, why are they doing this? Blah blah, blah looting it, and we that we, we wasn't even the ones looting it, <laughs> right. like like, and that's a fact, like. <clears throat> but my whole thing with it, like. Because I work out in like South County with all the Trump supporters and all this, and it's always how people are looting, destroying this, but it's never why they're doing it. It's always like, you tell me why they're looting, and then we talk about it, but it's always quick to why they're doing it. You're destroying your own neighborhood, yada, yada, yada. Well, y'all destroying us. So it's like. And then they blame it, oh, we should look to the black, they should look to the black leaders yeah. to show them the way. And it's like. Y'all killing them. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or y'all shutting them up. So it's like. What you want us to do? Yeah. We can't attack the police and like y'all do. Mm. So the only thing we can do is burn down a Wendy's, burn down a Kmart or whatever right. the hell y'all want to say it. But I know y'all seen that video with the the dude like uh, it was a newscast. I think it was like in L.A. and it, this newscaster was like asking this dude like why, why like why are y'all doing this? And he was like, well, it was collective anger. He was like, collective anger at what? It was like, bro, you know. And then he was like, uh, it's collective anger at um. You know what's going on in the media and what's going on and stuff like that. Like the black, I, I, the, the dude that he was talking to, the dude that the newscaster would talk to. I don't think he really knew what he was talking about because he was like, because the newscaster brought up the point saying, um, like a cop was a cop was accused of killing one black person and y'all are doing this, and then the dude was like, true, true. So it's a lot of people that's like that out here, and then the same, so the same newscast. Uh, this guy got this guy cut him off. Uh, we can probably show the clip. You should honor them because they all honor the same stuff. Right. I don't see a single like other people say. I don't see a single Nazi flag flying in Germany. I don't see a single uh, Benito Mussolini type style flag flying over in Italy. I don't see no homage being paid to any other dictators in the countries that they ran. But somehow here, the most vile group is supposed to be heaped praise on right. and get monuments and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't get it. Mm, crazy to me. But there's other stuff that's going on in 2020. Wait, wait. Black Lives Matters before we move All day, on. every day. <laughs> you know, to start this going on, I know we've been seeing this news about Will and Jada. <laughs> See, and I don't want to get into that, bro. And like, I, oh, I know you've seen the most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out, hey, Entanglement Twenty Twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Entanglement Twenty Twenty. You got to cancel that word, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of that word. I'm done with that word. It's been what a night, and I'm sick of it. Bro, I saw that word so many times last night. See, healing, like, healing. Like, to be honest with you, I don't even want to talk about the situation because it's like, like it's cool because like open relationships been a thing. Everybody in Hollywood does it. But we've been to Will and Jada exactly. relationship. I, I kind of want to get into like the idea of power couples. Like, is is it worth your happiness to stay with somebody forever if you know what I'm saying just for monetary gain? Mm-hmm. Like, because they situation they obviously said like they had a split mm-hmm. and. Will Smith said, uh, "Get your ass home," and she did her thing just to feel good. And she, I guess, the whole part that kind of shook me is she said, "I was broken, so I tried to heal somebody else that was broke." How? Mm-hmm. How you do that? <laughs> it's 
So is power is the power <laughs> is the power couple trip worth it or no? Because I don't know we discussed this early. We talked about Jay Z and Beyonce. We talked about the Kanye and Kim. Like my thing is with these celebrity couples and everything. Not saying like common people always. Not saying common people always have perfect relationships, but. It seems like in almost every celebrity couple relationship, they get to a certain point and then they're like, well, the the flame just wasn't there no more. Yeah. Like the romance died out or yeah. stuff like that. So we just had to separate and do different things. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, why is that always the case for celebrity couple? Like, yeah. how does the flame die? In, in a sense, like, one, you got money. You can go where <laughs> you can go wherever you want to go. Yeah. You can do whatever you want yeah. to do <laughs> with no holes barred. I feel like the main problem in Hollywood is, like you said, they're all open relationships. They're all most the majority of Hollywood are swingers. Yeah, and I just feel like once you get into that, I guess cultish type lifestyle, then it, it consumes you to an extent. And then once you get into it, it may be fun the first couple of times, but what it's doing is it's taking away from what you actually got at home. So let's say if Will and Jada are 100% confirmed, the swingers we believe they are mm-hmm. and everything. Maybe when it started, like, yeah, they was just like, you know, trying to add a little juice to the flame. Yeah, get a little spicy out here. Yeah. But after a while, like, you keep doing it, then. So it's like, why are we even married at this yeah, point? Yeah, exactly. It's like, why are we even married? <laughs> so I just feel like these people in Hollywood ruin their own marriages and then try to just give us BS estimations like the, the flame just wasn't there. Like, no, like, Y'all was sleeping around on each other and y'all got bored with each other. Like, just say it with call a spade a spade if that's what it is. But, uh, in terms of power couples, though, I just feel like, mm, I feel like there's two two sets of power couples. I feel like there's the power couple whose who's wealth and fame are 100% intertwined with one another. Yeah. So, you're, you're Kanye and Kim. Their money is now intertwined with one one another. Like yeah. you know, they got kids and everything. A lot yeah. of their business ventures are coincide with one another. A lot of her fashion things come through uh, Yeezy and all that. Yeah. But and me and Brandon was talking about this the other day. But like a power couple, as far as like a Jay Z and Beyonce, I feel like if they were to break up, it wouldn't be too much of a, a impact on their accounts. You know, because although they do have business ventures together, most likely it's a lot of things that. Beyonce and Jay Z have on their own to that keeps them afloat, you know, mm-hmm. with their money and all that. So, so like Beyonce could still go to a show by herself. She's and Beyonce, still, yeah. Right. And still probably make two hundred mil, like just off a show. And Jay Z yeah. can just buy out the show and make him two hundred yeah, mil easy. Yeah. Like not too many people gonna reject one just because the other one's yeah, not there not. no more. But I feel like in a in a situation like a Kanye and a Kim, it's it's definitely gonna be some doors shut off if like if Kanye were to leave Kim or if Kim were to leave Kanye. And back to the whole point because we were talking about Will and Jada, I feel like they fit more so into the Beyonce Jay Z realm to where if they were to split, it wouldn't be too much of a negative impact like we, we were talking about before the other day. Their kids are now established on their own. Their kids are pretty much making their own money. Yeah, they grown. Yeah, <laughs> Will has his own. Will has endless money by this Stupid point. Stupid money. And pretty much Jada's money is pretty much made <laughs> and still being made. Like, so I just don't really feel like without one, the other one is gonna be just thrown into the darkness. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what, like, okay, I understand. To me, a power couple, I look at more as Jay-Z and Beyonce because they have influence. They do this for community to do that. Like, what do Will and Jada really do that make them a power couple? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Getting people songs like J. Cole. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, get, I, honestly, I mean, even I Kim and Kanye. Like, this I mean, is how they got started. They both in the entertainment field. 
That's honestly okay. They're just, they're just both are they black, are they black getting, actors? Are they getting people in movies? Like what on? Are they like what is their influence? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I understand Will Smith is Fresh Prince, but like, what is he doing besides that? What? That's honestly it. Jordan, it's more what? So Jordan Lucas making songs about Will and shit. It's like what? So the, the whole power couple term is all based on money. Mm-hmm. So like, if you know, because Kanye and Kim are both billionaires, Jay Z and Beyonce are both billionaires. I'm pretty sure Jada and Will aren't too far off. So. So it's just solely based off money. So that's what I'm saying. Like, is that is going through whatever? Or, let me try to think. What I'm trying to say, is this shit worth it for monetary goals, <laughs> like or monetary gain? How long have been married? Because uh, I feel like after a while, it's like you know what, we just gonna ride. What what they said in the bad marriage together? Bad marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, don't. I wouldn't say it's worth it, but then once again, I'm not a millionaire, so I would know probably. Cause there's probably is some underlying factors there. Like there's probably prenup signed and everything with a certain amount of these power yeah. couples and everything. So if you do go through a divorce, it's probably like a good chunk of money that's probably gonna be lost and everything. So it's probably just not worth going through the divorce and paying for it. And that's probably where they get to most of the time. But I just feel like, like I said before, a lot of these power couples cause their own problems. So yeah. I just don't really buy the whole like, yeah, we've been together this long and then we just fell out of love. Like, yeah. how do you just fall out of love? Like, how do you just wake up one day and be like, you know, <laughs> I'm not really feeling you like I was yesterday. Like, yeah. that's impossible. Like, <laughs> things happen. Yeah. yeah. And like, and this situation isn't like a Jay-Z and Beyonce thing where like, he got caught cheating, quote unquote. Yeah. Because like, Will Smith allowed this. <laughs> he was allowing. Well, all he was this. cheating too, though. Yeah. But sure. we get well. We they didn't come out and say it. Red table talk. He like, I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, he's gonna get you back. I'm gonna get you back. I've been getting you back. That's crazy though. <laughs> it's like hearing it publicly is another thing. Cause like, okay, we can think that like he gonna get her. So, but he he's like, nah. I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass. He's not over that. Yeah. And I don't think no bad would. That's crazy. You had that man in my house. <laughs> no, I'm getting you. You know I'm getting you back. <laughs> Did you see those? Uh, they had brought up some pictures of like him and uh, Margaret Robbie. Oh, yeah, my, see them drunk pictures. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I mean, man. they done movies together, <laughs> so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've done two movies together, yeah. so like, yeah, they, they definitely more than friends. I don't know the whole couple aspect though. It's just. Mm. I just think it's just couples that people praise at the end of the day, but money does play a big aspect into it. But it's just these couples that's been put on a pedestal by you know black Twitter, yeah, yeah, Instagram, yeah. and everything, shoot media outlets and yeah. all that, yeah. and then shoot once shit hits the fan like it does in every marriage, then yeah. it's like oh my, it's a big fiasco yeah, over it. Everybody is off, they know that Jaden will love. So I seen a tweet saying, okay, I'm done with this, mm-hmm. so let's go to this. Uh, I seen uh, Iman, yeah, 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 that's what I seen. Yeah. Yo. They cheat together, like <laughs> she got a song called Three Way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talking but to that's God. like the whole like twenty twenty thing relationship now. Like yeah. as long as we can cheat together, like that's cool. I, I don't get it, but I could. Stupid. Well, um, all these kids are. Yeah, it's I weird. feel like this is a good part. Well, uh, Tiana Taylor put out a great album. I didn't really listen to the whole thing yet, but yeah, what I heard. It's it's, it's long as hell, but it was. If I could say do a Chris Brown album, I can listen. Golly, yeah. They said I seen a tweet that said uh, like it said twenty songs maximum, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta listen to that though. But but I, to be honest with you, these verses is what's been holding my twenty two together. Like look, at that's the, yeah. Some of the verses. Bad the bright side is this 
hell hole we've been in. Yeah, like if y'all know what I'm talking about, Swiss Beats and Timberland has this thing on IG Live called Versus where they just put artists together and go against each other with their discography. It's on uh, Apple TV now. You see oh, that? Real? Yeah, it's on TV now. It's a uh, category you click on and watch it. Yeah, That's dope. it's probably better on there. That's what people say. It's better than being on your phone the whole time. But yeah, but that's probably been holding me together. Like I've enjoyed almost every the 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 battles before it got popping is what I was doing. Yeah. Like before they was getting before it got mainstream. Yeah. Like I think it probably stopped getting interesting before Can we talk about that one? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we STL sit down. I was gonna say STL stand up, but no, STL sit down because we lost the we lost to Atlanta this time. I was hyping Nelly up for like a whole month. As you should have. <laughs> I was on Twitter defending St. Louis to the death of As him. you should have. And he had the nerve <laughs> to get on the Instagram Live and say, it's raining outside. My internet is messing up. <laughs> Nelly, how? <laughs> how would you do <laughs> Dog. He, he said he was on, he was on I was like, yo. Dog. Can't run the best buy and get a net and Dog. <laughs> How was Rain messing up with? I don't, I'm just I don't know. I mean, yeah, he just wasn't prepared. <laughs> that was, is, yeah. He was supposed to have one, bro. Yeah. He was supposed to have one. <laughs> that was an easy dub for Nelly. He blew it up the party. Easy, I don't know, cause it was easy. I don't in my know. my playlist of Nelly songs, it was easy. It was I got the party. <laughs> I had him losing maybe like, three rounds. I gotta bring up the playlist because he put he played something. Nelly was just drunk having fun. It wasn't a battle. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was not a battle. Yeah, my favorite one was probably the songwriters ones. Like I, I enjoyed uh, the dream, you know, Sean Garrett. Yeah, it was cool. I like I love the dream, so that was an easy yeah. battle for me. I didn't know he was an asshole though, but yeah, yeah. I know now. Yeah. I ain't listened to the dream since. <laughs> hey, but you don't know. You probably have. Yeah, he well, write, I know you write a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know you're a writer, but I'm saying as far like something he actually sang. Yeah, uh, Jesus. <laughs> See, he he's another one that dropped like forty song project, yeah, or more. His last couple projects was amazing. Yeah, it's just nobody long, heard about him. Yeah, long. yeah. Did you hear uh Black Mill EP? I was I was just on the way here. Yeah. Oh my god, my Elephant in the Room hard. <laughs> outside, some of those are kind of EPs are just always like six to seven songs. Yeah, so some are always hit or miss. Like you're not gonna like every song on the EP, mm-hmm. but some of those is cool. I like his merch more than the actual EP though. Really? <laughs> like, what was his merch? I he seen dropped, his merch. like because he come out, he came out with this like hot sauce or whatever. So like, oh yeah, with the whole restaurant thing. Yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. What's up with so the some of the merch is cool. He brought back the uh, black pronounced black shirt, which is dope. Uh, but as of now, my favorite project that I've heard this whole year is Brent Brent Fires for the world. I have I listen to that. I think every I was day. in weird. I listen to that every day. I still listen to the weekends, uh, after hours. Mm-hmm. Shout out my boy Don Tyler He dropped an amazing project, uh, like March. So But my my playlist been kinda stale lately. I've been listening to mu- yeah. new music, but like t- the twenty twenty and corona has really got my spirits down that it's just like I can't really celebrate the music how I want to. It's not the open. same when we not out. Yeah, yeah a lot, of, a lot of this music we was, like that go crazy. That Chris Brown and uh, Young Thug, Young Thug was, yeah, that would be song of the year yeah. if we was outside. The go but, crazy joint, yeah, yeah. But. And then um, time was another song. Mm, I pop smoke up. stuff. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah that would go crazy outside. Um, that's the only people, only 
real albums that really been in my rotation lately. I've been listening to Goat Polo G album. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, what's uh Drake dropped that uh yeah what's the deluxe uh a boogie album what's that what's it called is artist 2.0 oh, yeah, yeah. the deluxe version yeah that uh what's that song it's crazy that's my favorite song yeah that's not my favorite song on the deluxe album and then probably she probably just little baby bro Little baby's on fire <laughs> right now. Fuck, man. I play shit. <laughs> Lil, Lil baby's on fire. He hasn't missed. Yeah, Lil he baby. hasn't missed. Go. <laughs> I remember me and Kenny were talking about it one day. It was like, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he first, when he just dropped, uh, what is it, my turn? You don't feel like a rap. Like, <laughs> yo, what's with everybody dropping these deluxe albums nowadays? Like, it didn't, it used, it didn't used to be like that all the time. It would be like every now and then somebody yeah. would throw a deluxe yeah. album. Every I, it might be because of the quarantine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, why? Well, yeah, because yeah. that's because they can't tour, yeah. so they might as well drop yeah. their album twice yeah. to get more money, more streams. So yeah, that makes sense. Yes. All right. I wouldn't yeah. say he's on a Wayne tour, but he's that's he's, he's yeah. in that he's on that highway, he's not on that, that lane. Yeah, he, that yeah. I wouldn't say Wayne. No, no, he's not missing right now. Somebody, and I, yeah. Nah. Shoot the the baby to drop that that tape that I did not listen to. Yeah, I'm so like, sick I, of I the baby. Wanna, I don't want to jinx little baby because like the baby came out hot out the gate and like, but like it just he, it just never changed from there. But like the baby was like song 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 song. He didn't stop. Like yeah, that was he kept putting yeah. Up. Like and it was the same song every time. I was like, dog, stop. <laughs> But it's weird because like we we say little like we get on the baby about his flow because it's clearly the same every time. Yeah, like, look, like, even that. even little baby flow yeah. not even like, he don't yeah. change up his flow that much. I it's just like, that, he's spitting yeah. like. Is the the baby subject matter is usually the same? It's the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he made a song called and it, they're different, but that same that song pop star. And then the rock star song, like, <laughs> kind of the same. They're like kind of the same. <laughs> like, I mean, of course, pop star is faster tempo, but when you break it down word for word, it's, it's the same, same song. Yeah. It's the same song. Yeah. <laughs> People say he be and, giving us different versions of Shook. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, I heard that what he did on the BET Awards was cool. Well, I all of them yeah. was did on the BET Awards was cool. Um, Roddy Rich hasn't missed. Either I feel like I see I champion. His I'm voice champion. gets annoying to me. Really? His voice gets annoying. I'm championing Roddy Rich more than I'm championing Love Baby. So that's I I, I I still listen to Please Excuse Me for being. I mean, yeah. Like, what else has he dropped besides that though? Like, I can't think of no. He been on some features. So that's it. I can't think of nothing else Roddy Rich put out besides. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, you think about it. He put that out in December so it's supposed to rock out for the rest of the remainder of the, but it's six months but I'm six, saying like it's been six months yeah. we, we expect this something else cause I mean like I said features I ain't heard a song they got oh Roddy Rich on the cool I, 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 like I said his, noise, his voice is annoying to me so I just kinda yeah but that war baby that's my song on me <laughs> that's the best song y'all listen to Party Next Door Mm-hmm. Oh y'all interested in Party Next Door yeah yeah hey he got hey everybody been talking about it he got that song Savage Anthem I know I heard it on Joe Budden's podcast that yeah. was the first time it was introduced to me that that Savage Anthem song is it is it <laughs> but other than that like he got he had that song with Rihanna that that's was, my favorite song but believe it yeah. to, uh, from a mainstream standpoint it only lasted two months <laughs> it only lasted two months his his album came out in March yeah I'm not a big party next door guy I'm I listen to his early stuff yeah amazing. real amazing yeah. <laughs> 
just fell off. But as he, I feel like he's one of those guys as he get older, it's like he kind of loses his momentum. Well, he writes for too many other people. That too. Yeah, yeah. so I can hear him listen to Rihanna weekend. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So how hard is it being a songwriter? Very. Like, it's, I know that's what I'm well, saying. Like writing for like in the L, it's hard to get paid. <laughs> it's really hard to get paid. Um, you better be on your p's and q's when it comes to your business practices. Yeah. Because they be getting F-U-C-K all the time. <laughs> I could I couldn't be like just a soul like songwriter. Yeah, because I want my credit. Nah. <laughs> yeah. But like, but, but it, it makes sense because not everybody has that star power. And like when you think about it, Party Next Door really don't have that mainstream star power compared to the people that he write for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. y'all heard about the Carter Six? I thought it was over with. Why? Yeah, I did hear about. Yeah, 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 I did hear about that. Can we? Y'all been uh, um, along with that? Y'all been watching his show? Yeah, I've been on and off with it. Yeah. Yeah. Can we ever tie to Jersey? As far as like rapping going completely, yeah. I don't think he's gonna like. I'm kind of ready for him to retire to Jersey, and like that's not a fight to Wayne. It's just. How you feel about Lil Baby and like his subject matter? I'm starting to feel that way about Wayne and his Lil subject matter. Well, see, Chrissy, me, we lived through his cold years. So yes. it's like, <laughs> so it's like we experienced God Wayne, Rock Wayne. What was it? Uh, that song he had with uh. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's oh? It was it was like pop slash. What was it? You know what I'm talking about? I don't. You talking about the was it the? It was like that white Arabian dude. No, the skinny DJ Khaled. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he went. He went rap god, pop rock. He did all that too early. Now is the time he should have been experimenting with rock and all that stuff. But yeah, like I said, we burnt out on Wayne now. Well, not burnt out. He has nothing to do now. Like just so terrible. He's on the same lane. Like he's in the same lane as Eminem. They don't have nothing to rap about. I listen to Sky is the Limit, and it's just like this is gospel. <laughs> no, even the free the, uh, the free Weezy album. I was like, Wayne was so high. My favorite movie was the Grammys. I didn't do it. I just thought I should mention. Oh man, this man was going in. Oh. Yeah, Wayne was an alien at one point. See, it's unfortunate, but I feel like at the time, stuff was coming out too much for me to be like attentive to like all the mixtapes. Like I feel like I tuned. Like of course I tuned into all the earlier Carters. But when it comes to like mixtape Wayne, I said I feel like I didn't tune into like the dedication four or five. And then I went back to like, well, I, didn't, I, I, I like sorry for the wait. Matter of fact, sorry for the wait. You didn't come in. That's when no you took this. Yeah. Wow. You didn't come in at no ceiling. I heard it ain't no ceiling. Oh. Drop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know we was in what was we junior seniors. We was in the car. It was Chris was taking me home. We was in. He was like, oh, that's what Wayne. <laughs> we were in the car, bro. Riding home. I'm like, yeah. Whatever, bro. And we would listen. It would ban, we would listen to Lil Wayne band from TV. I'll yeah. never forget because I heard that song a million times, but I never <laughs> noticed who I, He said I dropped my best shit like when the Cowboys dropped Owens, and I was sitting in the car. I was like, oh, they never got a better receiver after Jerome Owens. I was like, now I never forget when we was at uh. So for the viewers. We used to participate in this thing called ASAP camp where we were, you know, counselors. I was a staff that, member. That was Brandon <laughs> BR. <laughs> <laughs> so like I never forget, like I feel like I forget who was driving, but I remember it was I think it was probably us. Devin. Probably Devin. Devin, Devin and I, I think it was Trayvon too. 
And like y'all was rapping word for word for let the beat build, and I never heard. <laughs> I never heard. And y'all, y'all was like, "What album is this on?" Y'all said Carter Three. Y'all was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> it's not. It can't be." Like said, so how like these old heads look at Jordan. Yeah, Wayne was our Jordan, so yeah. it's like. Yeah, I you can't. You cannot talk bad about Wayne in my house. Right? Hey, <laughs> best believe I know a milli word for word. I mean, you better. Can't like, nobody see me. That's our national anthem. At, at the same pace, like y'all, y'all don't want to see Henny Kenny at the car uh, no, Little Wayne's my spirit animal. Like you don't want to. Nah. Backstory again. <laughs> we, we was living at. Uh, we used to be roommates. Me, Ken, all the homeboy Jimmy. We lived together for about two years. Shout out Jimmy. Yeah, shout out James. Really, James the Booyah. Hey, look him up on SoundCloud too. He got some bangers. On me, with me, fire. Also, LL Cool James. Shameless plug. But anyway, back to the story. Anyway, we lived together our first place. So we thought it'd be a good idea since you know we're men out here to throw a house party, do a house party, and everything. Everything's going good. The people came through. You know, we had a lot of drinks. At the eleventh hour, <laughs> Kenan thought it'd be a good idea to, to put on a crop top no. <laughs> and start rapping word when for I word. When I get drunk, I get hot, so I start to <laughs> take my clothes off slowly, step by step. Put on a crop top. Thought it was a good idea to rap <laughs> Lil Wayne's Rolling song word for word while the song was playing on the TV. <laughs> Kenan's like facing the TV, going bar for bar with Wayne. <laughs> we just sitting there watching, and I'll never get our homeboy Jordan looked over there. Cause he didn't peep the scene that first. He was like, "Oh my God, is he freestyling?" <laughs> hey, shout, shout out Henny Kenny. <laughs> shout out, shout out Henny Kenny. <laughs> hey, no, no, it's Henny Kenny. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he the goat. He the goat. <laughs> that man what? <laughs> uh, yeah, Wayne, Wayne was truly the goat. But this he man still, now he still is. Rhyming words with a tentacumpo, like that was hard. You can't lie, that was hard, bro. But the words that, that he was, was choosing hard. wasn't that great. Like, that's what I'm saying. I ain't, like, I ain't seen nobody else do it. The subject matter was trash. Like, it was cool. It was <laughs> dope. Because we've never seen no one do it. But at the same time, it's like, what are you really talking about he's, if you're, he's if he's you're rhyming words? Now, that's it. Yeah. Like, Eminem. yeah. They don't yeah, have nothing to rhyme about. At this point, Eminem is just rhyming words and words. You <laughs> 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 know what I'm saying? Like, all these words you're rhyming with a tentacumpo, you, you can't be talking about much. Like, okay. it, it, it's not too many words that rhyme with that that actually has good subject matter. But that's it. why he's a goat. Who else is rhyming a tentacumpo with words? I ain't gonna lie. And when, when, on the Eminem side, like, he put out that recent thing of music's been to be murdered by. And he's trying to get... I didn't know. I just listened to my own girl, Vanessa. Like, we said, at this point, he's trying to recreate the whole Slim Shady wave. Yeah. Can't be done. You're too old. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, like it's a lot of good songs on that uh on that album that he put out, the music to be murdered by. But I listened to it one time and I'm probably not going back to it anytime soon. So well, that's how you really feel. But then it's like you can't even like relive like what he was going through at the time. Of course. Well he was dealing with baby mama drama, his getting his kids taken away, like you can't yeah. remake that Marshall. Yeah. Like don't stop. Right. He, good now. he did drop a song with Kid Cudi. See, I didn't listen. You listen to it? It's pretty good. That's what they were saying. It was good music. Cuddy was spitting. <laughs> Cuddy was spitting. I was spitting Marshall? Yeah. Marshall Man. In my wow. opinion, even though I'm a major Cuddy fan, so I wow. feel like I'm always be biased when it comes to Kid Cuddy, but we haven't heard Cuddy That's rapping. saying something if Kid Cuddy is out rapping Eminem on a song. We haven't heard Kid Cuddy rapping in a long time. Like, Kissy Ghost, he was mostly doing the melodic stuff. He wasn't really, like, spitting. Kid Cuddy was in his Man on the Moon I listen to this now. He was on, he was in his man on the moon bag. But like I said, I'm biased. Anything could he put out, I'm gonna say it's ten times better than probably probably what it is. But yeah. I still ain't listening. 
I'm trying to think of how many like Cuddy songs have I listened to. I definitely listen to KSC Ghost, but that's because I was I was a part time. They're about to make an animated show out of it. Yeah, too. seen that preview. Yeah. yeah, it looks stupid. I, mean, I just hate all this stuff that's canceled, bro. <laughs> like I would have seen Mad movies by now. Yeah, Candy Man was. Coming that out. is what I was looking. Because Jordan Peele hasn't missed. I enjoyed <laughs> us. Look, I don't yeah. care. Look, I'm gonna rock him like I rock the I enjoyed us. <laughs> That was my favorite movie. Of the mo- I told y'all. You liked Us? I watched a Us a lot. Twice. You liked Us? And a I lot. still don't know what was going on. It don't matter. I don't know what was going on. It don't on. matter. I don't really? I don't get the message that was trying to be sent. Bruh. So why does there have to be a message? Because it clearly looks like it's a, a movie. movie. It's a movie. Like, that's not always the case. So What's you the message in Fast and Furious? Family. Yes. <laughs> you just said yeah. it right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> been the theme since the third one. <laughs> that was a bad example. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Us and, and Get Out. Like, I, I, I would say, you know, Get Out's trailer for the longest of time. Because I was like, bro, what is he doing? There's too many themes in one movie. Movie came out. I'm like, all right. See, I like to Get Out once I understood, like, step by step what was going on. But Us was terrible. I feel like if it would have came out the other way around, we would be saying the same thing about Get Out, mm-hmm. honestly. No. This, I just, that's how people, because I feel like everybody has the same opinion about Us. They didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fair. But if us would have came out first and then get out, with, I feel like we would get the same. Well, maybe not. No, us was just confusing. Get out, get out was clear. Get out for sure. Get out message was more clear. But I feel like it's just because it might not. Have, okay, movies don't have to have a message, but it was more so the idea of what if we were just had, if we had doppelgangers just living under the earth for so long, and they pop, they finally just popped up, started slashing us. Like, cause honestly, it was a slasher film. So, like, what's the message behind a slasher film? But I didn't think. I thought it was like experiments going wrong. I thought that was the point. I didn't that think too, it was Doctor like Yeah, it, it always has. Like, I feel like his his um his movies always have like a social commentary behind it. But like in this in the, it was a slasher too, like a majority slasher. They were just murking people and copying. <laughs> I just don't want him to always fall in a remix of old. Coke classic song, make it scary and put out a movie. Oh, you got me. He's done that what twice, three times? Though? Was there one for Get Out? Uh, yeah, it was like out. I found no. I, I got five on that was, uh, that was What was Get Out? I feel like it was he, one. It he was just started one. the movie with Red Bull. Well, that was fire. It was Red. It was another one. I feel like he flipped on Get Out. Maybe oh, it was. Oh, what the police song? Oh, it was us. Yeah, I'm about to say what. It was definitely one on Get Out because it caught everybody's attention. I think it might have just been Redbone. I thought it was another one. Maybe it wasn't. Well, movies being canceled. Shoot, my show is being canceled because Stranger Things supposed to be filmed by now. Oh. Shoot, sports being canceled. So you you've been DJing in your free time. That's all, bro. That's keeping me. That's keeping my peace right now. DJing. I've been getting back into wrestling again. Yeah. That's it. But I look up who I look up wrestlers that was triple crown every day. Like I don't know the list by now. <laughs> That's hey that 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 list is mad interesting though. I was looking at the like who is Triple Crown. Like of course them both started off with Triple H, but you ain't, you ain't put the right one in. Who was the first Grand Slam champion? My boy Shawn Michaels. My boy Shawn Michaels. <laughs> John Cena didn't do that. That's what James. He'll hear. <laughs> John, I'm surprised he hasn't done Triple Crown either. 
Who? Because like you know, they, don't, they don't count the United States title as a triple crown. It's only oh. the it's only oh, that's a bum's title. <laughs> a bum's title. <laughs> a bum's title. Because they only <laughs> they only go by um, they only go by the titles that uh, started in the WWE. Mm-hmm. So like you know that was a WCW title at first. Oh, so and but they, but they count the World Heavyweight Championship. But like remember it had that period where it was the WCW. W- yeah. now, why did they call it the WCW Championship? In the WWE, like they could have changed it right then and there. I thought they did change it right then. They changed it. They didn't change it immediately. Uh, like I think Jericho won it, Rock won it twice, and then Triple H won it, and then I think King Booker won it. Uh, Triple H won it. Triple H won it first. Yeah, but he won it also when they called it the WWE. Yeah, definitely. Right? Uh-huh. And then when they changed it to World Heavyweight Championship, he won it. Then Shawn, then him again, and then him again. And then I hate Triple H. Well, always, when I think of that title, I, I, always, I just automatically think I, I think of Triple H or I think of Goldberg. Those are two people I think yeah. of with that title. <laughs> really? It fit yeah. though. I just think about Batista. I mean, that's the yeah, yeah, my third one. Of course, other than Triple H. Most memorable. Memorable? Memorial? No. I think it's like Batista or it's, it's Triple H. Memorable. Batista and Edge. Kind of Undertaker a little bit too, because if it's like one title I had to like. Identify with the Undertaker, he'll probably be that wear a heavyweight belt. Cause yeah, because he, he just didn't. Because really he won, of course, he won the WWE Championship, but not the one that we know. Yeah, he he won the you know way back when <laughs> when it was WWF. Yeah. Speaking of Undertaker, um, thank you Undertaker for you did from oh, yeah. childhood. That was I cried a couple times. My God, uh, anybody who has WWE Network, we highly recommend you go last ride. watch Undertaker's highly. last ride. That if was you're hard. Right. That was hard to watch. I cried the whole yeah. from episode one, episode ten. Yeah, hero man. All our heroes are like. Leaving, retirement, like, in everything, in yeah. everything, yeah, in every, like, in all every genre, every everything, yeah. And like, is this how our parents feel? Like when like Jordan and like Magic and them walked away from the game yeah. and everything? Because like, because in a way, I can't even say it's almost like that. Because even with like just switching sports, just talking about basketball for a quick second, we talking about like Jordan, like Magic, and everything. Like, if our parents were fans of them, they didn't really, like, see those people, like, grow into. Yeah. Like, they didn't see them grow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, once we start coming up and everything, M- NBA players start coming into the league at, like, 18. Yeah. By the time we was, like, six, Undertaker was, like, there. Like, yeah. he was there. So, like, it's a lot of people that we've seen in our lifetime literally go from either, like, young to old or, like, just prime of their life to, like, yeah, that's, really, the last that's really like, all our heroes when I think about it. And I feel, honestly, to be honest, and from a basketball standpoint, from, like, the small percentage of people that was able to come out during of college before they made the, you know, the move that you had to mm-hmm. go to at least attend one year of college, I feel like the, I feel like a, a good majority of people was coming out of um, high school when we was, like, really gravitated to sports as far as basketball, because, mm-hmm. like, that's what, like, the... You get you like you know who, who did it? like of course LeBron you Kobe Kobe uh, the White did he no yeah the White did it yeah the White did T Mac Garnett T yeah yeah Garnett yeah yeah it was somebody it was a big man that did it big man name he'll come to me at some point but yeah like we 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 seen these people grow up and. It's weird, but I was actually just like watching the like old like reaction videos of Kobe the other day. Like even Colin Cowherd, he made the point. He was like, once you realize like Kobe spent like a majority of his life like in front of us. Like you know what I mean? Like he spent more time as a celebrity than he did a regular person. He spent sixteen, seventeen years of living a normal life, and then the next twenty to 
for however long it was, yeah. like you, you in the spot. Not only are you in the spot, like you in LA. You are the you, spotlight. You the kid in LA. <laughs> once you got there, we seen them go from boy on the bench to who I consider the best basketball player of all time. Which is why it makes so much sense on his passing, how the reaction was. Like it feel like you lost it, a part it, of yourself yeah. almost. Like yeah, <laughs> it you felt that for a good four months. Yeah, no, I'm still. I cried at work. Yeah, I still. <laughs> like I'm, I'm. If I see a picture of him, it's gonna be like, dang. It's still hard. Like, because yeah. you know when you, I, I'm in that, I'm in that stage where you almost forget, like, that it happened. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I see a picture and I'm like, dang. Like Kobe, really not here. You know what I'm saying? And I stop myself. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. And it's just the way he died, like a helicopter. Yeah, like come on, dog. And it just comes because you, know, you I'm not used to celebrities like like falling on demise when it comes to like a freak accident like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just different. Mm-hmm. Like different, sad. It just just yeah. thinking about it hurts. Cause like you said, like I said before, it just feel like you lost a part of yourself in a sense. Yeah. Because yeah. Even though if Kobe wasn't your favorite player, or you personally thought like someone like LeBron was better or not, but yeah. however you felt about Kobe, it it was always something to Kobe's game, to Kobe's mentality that you drew off of, or that you took from him and tried to implement to your day to life, whether his work ethic or just how he viewed the game. Because even uh, the way I am now with sports, just how I view basketball, period now, is almost just a big thanks to how Kobe viewed the game. Yeah. And a lot of my love for the game comes from just watching him, a person who wasn't even supposed to end where he ended at. You yeah. know what I mean? In terms of his career in the league. And the impact that he got, like, it kind of – it goes from sport to sport because you see all the people, you see the soccer players having his jersey and stuff like that, and, you know, having R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. G.G. on his on their you know outfits and stuff like that. And it, shoot, even from a track standpoint, bruh, universal, bruh, like <laughs> I have the mama mentality. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, like the the one thing every anybody and everybody took from Kobe was just always if you love it. Work, work at it, like yeah, work, just work. work at it, like because yeah. if you love it that much, like it's not even gonna feel like work at yeah, that yeah. point. Like you just doing what you love, and I try to bring, like I said, I try to bring that aspect when I'm talking about sports and doing all that yeah. because you just gotta exude that passion for something if you want to be great at it. Yeah. And I just think like Kobe pretty much embodied that for like his whole life. Yeah. R. P. My my dog. Yeah. I got the Kobe poster in the room right now. Got my Lakers shorts on currently. We don't win it this year for Cole, though. We don't win it this year for Cole. Hopefully. Oh, I don't know. Let's talk about your bubble boys. What about my bubble boys? My Lakers. Your boy JR. Listen, man. Stop posting here. First of all, here's how I feel. Here's how I feel about the whole like bubble situation. I feel like a lot of the things that was said in regards to the rules and all that is, was pretty much just lip service for the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. How they're saying like the these rings that they got over the trackers, the hotlines, yeah. and all that that they have. I mean, I'm sure they're probably real to a certain extent, but I really don't feel like they're like as strict as they're making it sound. For sure, <laughs> and everything. Because in a sense, you. Because it's, it's just not it's, possible yet. My whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Well, those are test dummies. Yeah, pretty much. That's true. Yeah. But just when it comes to this COVID thing, like, I understand we're, we're in a, a pandemic. I understand that this does affect people. I understand there has been lives lost. For sure. But in the same token, I just kind of feel, I just feel like some of the expectations that they want people to follow in these guidelines are just unreal. Six feet distance in, in certain scenarios are unreal. This bubble scenario, like, 
playing basketball. Like, that's what I don't understand. You can't like, keep, you can't keep, yeah, like you go out there hoop and sweat and foul and tug. But but after the game, you can't back up. Yeah, like, 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 like that's exactly why I just want them to hold, throw the whole season away. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just a fact. It's I don't know. Also, while we're talking on the subject of the pandemic, before we get back to the bubble, yeah. uh, but uh, what necessarily makes this a pandemic, though? Like, is it the numbers? Is it the numbers of like cases that they're saying, or the numbers of deaths that they've been calculating? I think, I think how, how fast it was spreading. That's what I think too. Yeah, because we've never it, seen something like this. It came over and then it started going from there. Yeah, like, right how, away. How just, quick? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's what makes it a pandemic. But at the same, okay, I get that. I can I can get with that. Just how fast it spread. But at the same time, even with this widespread, like because like, when you think about it, like mad lives were lost during the uh, during like swine flu. Oh yeah, that's what I just about to say. Yeah. More lives were lost but swine it wasn't, flu, Ebola. It wasn't spreading like that. I also yeah. think it's also a pandemic because we don't have a cure for it yet, and people don't know like that also. the symptoms, what it can do, what it can't do. If it's if you can catch it again after you recover from, so yeah, that's what I think. It just all the, the terms that they use and change. It's, it's like little things that they change that like might not be a big thing mm-hmm. to the like just anybody watching. But I, I repeat certain things. Like when this first thing first kicked off and everything, the main thing on every news outlet was the number of deaths yeah. and everything. Like every was, day was a new number of deaths. That was a tactic to scourge. Yeah. 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 But, but it now it's just. Now they wanted to disappear. They sick of it. Mm-hmm. Every time you look on the news now, they're just saying, oh, this many new cases, this many new cases, yeah. this many new cases. But they're not telling you the death tolls. Well, because they wanted to go away. Yeah. They don't, yeah, they trying to open up America again. So they was like, look, we're just going to slide the deaths on the table. We just say, yeah, this amount of people got it. So, I mean, just social distance. It's weird because, I mean, I get the safety precautions. I get people got to be safe. But I'm just, I can't rock with the people who act like you can legitimately keep a government or the world shut down for more than eight months, eight to six to eight months. Yeah. Or people that's every every little minor inconvenience where you'll see a post saying, "Oh, this many new cases here." The first comment you read on that just shut the whole place down again. Like you can't do that. Like you, there has to be money made, and that selfish yeah. that sound that's just the world you live in. Like money has to flow. If you want to live, if you want your food and everything, like we got to get things open. Like. If you at certain at a certain point, you're just gonna have to come up on the individual person on if you want to go outside and take the risk or not. Because at some point, everything's gonna have to open up back in full effect. Well, that's why or at least should, in some in some variation of full. Effect. Like I said, that's why they shut down the whole death tolls and all down the news because they want everything open up. So like, let's eliminate the deaths in and just say, yeah, you can catch it, but you're not gonna die from it. So just to go outside. We need the money. Bro, I'm working from home right now. We get emails every day about somebody that's still going into the office. They got it. And I'm like. I'm not going to work anytime soon. <laughs> was it you good one? Because I'm out. Me and Chris are out in it. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was a cruise with Amazon. Yeah, it's way, like, way, yeah. And, that's, and now they say it's airborne. Like, yeah, that's good. Cool. Like, it's so many different things that it's like, I don't want to sound like I'm coming off as a I don't believe in this virus type, but it's just so many things that get said. It's like, you just don't know what to believe about the virus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, the check ins when we got to take our temperature and all these stores, mm-hmm. every symptom is uh, everyday. Headache, yeah. sore throat, <laughs> everyday things. Your eyes hurt, your body sore, your shoulder you know, breath. You know, like, fam, I, I need to go home. You automatically gonna say you got it. Yeah, like they're basically just taking symptoms of a common cold, and if you got any of that, yeah, like, like yeah, you probably got and they're it. Putting people on like the breath control machines, and that's killing people for real. For yeah. real, that's, that's probably what's getting it to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's probably what's giving it to them. Yeah. I'm on my conspiracy theory too. Oh, I'm a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm tell you without it's population control. Cause. For sure. As soon as this thing started and they were just saying the guidelines, my biggest thing was, okay, 
if I got COVID, what is me going home for two weeks going to do about me getting That's the real question. Like, well, that's the whole contagious stage of it for the whole two weeks. But I don't understand well, that how part. Does it go well, how does me get your quarantine and not taking any medication or anything? Like, well, they, they send you stuff to like suggest you to take. Cause I know people that. Yeah, yeah. So like they give you stuff, they suggest you take it, suggest you do to build your immune yeah, immune system yeah. back up, but they don't really they don't. Yeah. Because I heard I've seen some people say Tylenol and all that made it worse, and I've seen some people say it made it better. Yeah, I heard. So uh, even uh, Kyle Kyle was talking about that. Yeah. Talking the other day, like they were saying that if you fear that you're like positive for COVID, you can pop a Tylenol and it'll drop your temperature, and, you, and they won't pick up on it. But that's I don't. And that's weird, like because how? I've known people that didn't have a temperature that had COVID, but they have. Some people have 105 and don't have COVID. So it's like, you mean to say if I come in this snooze, you, I have 97 temperature, like I'm cool, mm-hmm. like. But then somebody else come in and have it too and cough on me, and I got like it. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. And then this is a whole bunch of other weird underlying factors that you just look into, like the whole. Uh, I can't remember the politician name, but I know she's a. Uh, She's a like a fifty percent owner of the Atlanta. I think it's Atlanta. Oh, the Atlanta Dream. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah, how, like before that. this whole pandemic started, she was selling stocks. She was. Like, she was selling major stocks. And that, her a lot of companies are doing that though. Mad companies. But why? <laughs> because <laughs> I thought it was the end of the world. Because everybody hyped it up when it first came out. No, before we even heard about it. Yeah, yeah like before. Stocks. Well, because yeah. Bill Gates, I don't didn't have the world. He know what's going on. Yeah. His whole thing is what? Uh, what was it called? Like COVID. Thing or whatever, like he knew about this wild like months, years ago before all this came out. People like these rich people selling stocks, they just I don't know. Yeah. I just it's, it I just feel funny. like there's something missing. And it's <laughs> funny how everybody's pushing just pushing like just regularly pushing things off to 2021, like it's gonna stop then. Mm-hmm. Like is it just gonna well, because, just get eradicated then? Like well no, they'll have a because we so deep in it, it's like I don't really see any they'll be able to make money off of it. It'll really be like a flu shot. I mean, shit, if everything, Florida popping, Arizona popping, like, this shit ain't in no time soon. They are popping in a good way. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean, like, the, the cases of, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But to me, it's all population control, because it's only killing older people, I'm sorry to say, useless people, <laughs> and people that's stupid. So, I mean, you put that together, you, because, like, me and Chris are essential workers. Meaning we're strong, we, we got it. We, what's making me essential? Yeah. Like, what makes me essential? Yeah. So it's like, okay, so it's like, we know they're going to keep working, so keep them. They cool. Yeah. Old people, wasting money, wasting, they're going to get their whole social security checks and all that. Yeah. That's our money now. Like, yeah. it's our population control. And once they to a certain amount of deaths, it's going to just go away like that. So that's what I'm saying. Once again, back on conspiracy theory. Yeah. There is actually like a locate. I, I cannot think of where, but it's like this stone or whatever that has like, I guess world type rules. Oh, whatever. Atlanta. It's in Georgia. It's Georgia. I think so. Yeah. You talking about? It's like in different. It's like in six some different languages. Maybe I don't know, but I know like for a fact, like one of the things it has on there, it has like a suggested number of the world population. Yeah, so I, yeah, I just, it's, over. it's in Georgia. Yeah, because I think one is it's like little tablets. One's in Russian, one's in like Spanish, English. But yeah, I know you're talking about. I think it's in Georgia somewhere. I like being a conspiracy theorist. I love being. <laughs> it opens your eyes. I love it. <laughs> what do you think about the pan- this whole pandemic we're in? I mean, I understand it. At first, like, I mean, I still take it kind of seriously because at the time when it was, well, even though I don't even know what the, what the, um, 
What, the, what was it called when that you the people that could get it? What they called it? Like uh, eight something nitic or some shit. Yeah, or um, at risk. Oh, at risk. Oh, like, right, right, right. Not that like, big word. My parents could be or are quote unquote at the age of at risk, so it's something I would very concerned about yeah but like i mean so I, I mean i've been taking precautions either way but like even when this is over with it's still gonna be i'm out still there. gonna yeah. be like i'm still gonna be taking precautions. this is gonna change life as we know it like because yeah. it's not like gonna ever be a day where they're gonna be like all right you don't have to wear masks no more yeah right? still people gonna still gonna be wearing masks even they say we don't have and some, I, so. don't get me wrong like i to a certain extent i'll be having my the uh, my ways when it comes to uh conspiracy theories but the whole discrimination thing and you know civil rights movement that's going on right now it's kind of had me twisted when it comes to conspiracy theories about like the pandemic so i haven't been thinking about it as much i think yeah. like one of the main thing is just it's a lot of very sensitive people like mm-hmm. in this time of this pandemic it's like how does this game how let's the nba bubble for example how there's a lot of people against the nba bubble actually i even go before that because i actually uh got this from twitter uh back probably I can't even think how many months ago. It's probably like probably a month or two ago when this first COVID stuff started popping off and everything. And uh, this media guy, the media dude for ESPN, I think he works for ESPN. He uh, posted a picture of Dak and like a couple of his teammates working out. It was probably like four teammates and everything. I don't know if you've seen the picture. You seen the picture, but it was a picture when they had like. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that Twitter thing. Yeah. And people was like just freaking out about it, like, oh my god, what are they doing? Yeah. Like whoop de woo, COVID this, COVID that. They're they're being un unresponsible and yeah. everything. I'm like, and me, I'm just looking at it like, I mean, they're not doing nothing they've been told they can't do. Like, yeah. I feel like they was following the rules. Like, yeah. It was like. So you're going to put people at risk just to go catch a ball? I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not about to leave the field and go to his mama house. Like, right? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he's taking the precaution he needs. And I just feel like it's a lot of sensitive people to this matter. And I feel like the only way to get through it, at least to a point to where we can live in a, a comfortable space for everybody, people just have to come to grips. Like, two things can be true. You can be fully aware of this virus and you can fully take precautions to live your life and also protect yourself from this virus, you know yeah. what I mean? And people just like, you can't do both, either you, you're in the house, or you're at risk. Yeah, literally, <laughs> that's, that's the only two options. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, I just feel like once you get out, out of that way of thinking, like, look at UFC. Dog, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> they on a whole island just because they got tired of people telling them what they yeah, should yeah, and shouldn't yeah. do, and he's like, yo, I got this, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the attitude it's gonna take, it's just a, you gotta make a plan, try it out, if it works, Great. Yeah. If it doesn't, then I mean it's gonna be risk. No matter what whether we start up everything now, tomorrow, yeah, gonna, next month, a year from now, yeah. the risk is still gonna be the same. Yeah. Like, this they said it's gonna be just like the flu. Like you either gonna get it or not, and you're gonna get a shot and boom, it's gonna be over with. Yeah. Like it's just working to make money off of it. That's what I think. But we was really talking about the bubble, right? Talk about your bubble yeah, boys. Talking about bubble boys. Oh, <laughs> listen, man. The Lakers got this dog. <laughs> Anyway, that'd be you no know, life has begun in a bubble for some NBA teams. You know, Los Angeles Lakers, future uh, NBA champions for this season, arrived at the bubble. Some of the Houston Rockets players arrived at the bubble. And from the first couple of nights, the bubble wasn't looking too as advertised. No. <laughs> but anyway, NBA players going to the bubble, 22 teams, going to have eight regular season games. After that, you know, get seated for the playoffs, kick things off. We're going to finish the season off, crown a champion. Uh, one of the big, big, uh, I guess, story. Not really a story. Well, I, I said one of the yeah, bigger stories around this bubble. It's yeah. kind of like 
Zion getting in and everything because we we all know like I mean the Pelicans was on the cusp of the playoffs but they weren't like they weren't there right <laughs> if the season ended they weren't there and ignore that but uh just having Zion and the Pelicans in a bubble right now the whole notion has kind of been like is this the league's ploy to, you know Clearly, they want Zion to be the face of the league whenever the time comes. They've clearly been building up Zion pretty much since he's arrived. I have a conspiracy theory for my fellow Knicks fan, Kenan, about Zion. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't think he wants to hear it. It's not happening. Stop. Anyways, Zion's been built up as the best player in the league. Pelicans somehow got in. Who else are in them? Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, Mavericks, Kings. Kings. It's a lot of pointless teams in there. But pretty much the whole thing has been, you know, oh, they want to get the hype around Zion this year, get him some playoff experience. So, you know, maybe next year he take off. Also, the other storylines going on in this bubble (laughs) is the, like I was saying before, how it's not as advertised. You know, before building up to this bubble about a month ago, they were saying all the things the players would have, all these amenities, all these... They're at Disney World. So yeah. You can do everything pretty much. Yeah. So first night there, you know, J.R. Smith is on the Instagram live and they're eating Lunchables pretty yep. much. You know, little cups of fruit and everything like their kids on the AAU team and yeah. everything. So clearly the bubble's not really off to a hot start. But I do think the bubble will work. I do think... I think players just had the expectations too high for the first night because how many times did you go somewhere the first night and they got just... You don't even get on a cruise ship, and as soon as you get on, just everything's done. Like, you still got to wait until, like, food is cooked, things are clean yeah. from the last group that was there uh, type shit. Well, so, I was seeing something like they was waiting for all the teams to get there, and then once, like, everybody got there and self-isolated, then everything opened up. Yeah. Like, I seen, I think it was yesterday, the, the Thunder was playing. What's that game with the bing bags and the whole? Uh, horseshoe. <laughs> Anyways, they was playing that, they like. Playing I think it's like cornhole. Yeah, you're right. Those those games, games. Okay, talk about talk about those you games. Those games are very they're like they're played in the same. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. But like like I said, Terrence Ross was at the water park, Ben Simmons was fishing. So after you get past those self isolation days, it opens up. But the first two days, you're pretty much in jail safe. Yeah, you're in jail. So that's what they didn't expect that part. But after that it's fine. So Ryan also caught some heat for saying like comparing to going to the bubble, like leaving his he compared it to going to jail pretty much and he been catching some heat that about thug. that. Said, yeah. That thug. I can't believe that thug. Dan Miller said he thought he was about to be doing go do a bid or something. <laughs> that's crazy. Why? <laughs> I definitely think this. I know you didn't really have faith in this bubble thing. Well, you you weren't really a fan of the NBA restart to begin nah, with. Right? Like, nah, like, nah. Why? Because you're a Bulls fan? <laughs> we wasn't going to the playoffs anyway. <laughs> but no, nah, like, I don't know. Because they got to restart the actual season next year, mad late. I just feel like it's going to be mad hindrances in the upcoming season and just. People aren't people aren't gonna be satisfied. I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah. if they didn't get the season in, then next season was really gonna be a disaster. Yeah. Then because if they don't finish this season out, the CBA potentially gets blown up. Yeah, and if the CBA gets blown up, then all power to the player goes away. And you know, owners' mentality is gonna kick in. We're gonna be looking at the league back like we did in the early two thousand, where you really saw free agents leaving teams. Only time you saw a major move was somebody was traded. Yeah. 
players. So like you, you had to get this this uh finish this season off just for the betterment of the league for even shoot ten well, years like, from now. Why the why the the few little regular season games probably just go straight to the playoffs? Because they was in just the regular the, season. Yeah, uh-huh. and and to minimize injury. Like I get you can still get hurt in a regular season game, but. Think about it, they just drop straight in the playoffs and then like someone tears the ACL like I mean, yeah. first playoff. I mean that can happen back. too in a scrimmage. Yeah, it can happen in a scrimmage, but at least like it's, 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 just, it's just the magnitude of it's if it happened in the first playoff game, you're like wow, like you just drop these dudes here, yeah. and everything. Like, it's, it's gonna be way much more blowback if if that were to happen compared to if someone played eight regular season games and then got to the playoffs and got hurt. Cause then you can't really blame it on like and just avoid it as a whole. <laughs> Guess what all six. <laughs> but then no one gets paid. Like no, <laughs> one gets, no one gets money. Like no money. Like they're they're lo- they're they're gonna lose out on millions if they don't finish the season. Like millions. And is it like if they throwing away season, that'd be a waste. Yeah. They gonna make them not finishing the season this year is gonna make up the mess up the money Bronny's gonna make when he get into the league. Like that's <laughs> that's how deep it is. <laughs> That's how deep it is. So the season, I feel like the season had to get restarted in some way, shape, or form. I was kind of, I was more of a fan of. I'm not really a fan of the bubble because uh, I, I'm just not a fan of the central location. Uh, I get that you gotta like reduce risk and everything. They don't want players flying like city to city. But I, I would have been okay with like if they stayed at their home courts and everything, and then like you just did no fans at the home courts and everything, or you just had essential personnel there at the courts or whatever. You pumping in crowd noise. It's the same. I just feel like watching it in this bubble format is going to be so different. It's going to be like AAU tournament. Yeah, it's going to look like an AAU. Like you seen the setup of how the, like all the gyms, yeah. like, all the courts are right by each other, yeah. like on my park place. Yeah, I'm scrambling. <laughs> you like seen it? Nah. Yeah, it looks literally like a like a yeah. That's my crazy. Park. So yeah. it's like four. Yeah. But it's because they got like the Miami Heat logo on this one, the Pacers yeah. logo. So it's like they playing in their home yeah, court. It's mm-hmm. just they mix with each other. Like Paul George is dribbling between the Heat and the I think Seventy Six is like, it's yeah. It's on like it's cool. It bring it br- it definitely brings a different aspect. Like you say, it brings the AAU aspect to it. But at the same time, like it just takes away from that playoff aspect. Like you don't, I don't feel like we would really feel like we're watching playoff basketball until we see like a potential Clippers Lakers matchup or Bucks Celtics matchup or something. I, I think I like that though. Like for the future, like. So like the Western Conference Finals, if you take it to a neutral, I mean, I mean, LA and LA, but you take it to Walt Disney World, and it's kind of like a, a old school tournament feeling. Like both teams said that the hotel, they got to travel the same spot. I mean, it's, it's the same in, my, in what LA, Milwaukee, whatever. But I don't know, it just brings a different take, like brings something different. Yeah. Because they changed the MVP, how that that how that works. So I mean, we don't like that. So I mean, let's try it out. If it don't work, go back to. I think it's just gonna take away from that whole. I mean, it's just something about like seeing your team. Let's say like Lakers going on game, like they're playing, yeah. the game, they going on the road for a game yeah, seven. True, yeah. It's just about win, winning on the road or something. <coughs> or, yeah, it's just something about that. that they don't have that edge no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it just feels so. What's the word I'm looking for? I can't. I really can't think of a word. It's, yeah, that, I, that's why I can't. It, think just feel, it, it feels kind of fulfilling in a sense, almost like you just feel like you're watching something so yeah. authentic, like just. Beautiful to the game, like yeah. yeah I can't you know think of the right word, yeah. <laughs> but then I'm watching the basketball tournament TVT, and that's doing amazing. Like, mm-hmm. if, I don't know if you've been watching that, but it's it's on ESPN, and like the players doing the same thing NBA, but was doing, and they don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's gonna work out, but I don't know. 
It's a lot of soft dudes in the NBA doing a lot of complaining already. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. It's divination. Well, because you it's think bubble. every night they at a different hotel, they get the five-star hotel with the big, massive suite, every player. Now they're not used to just a king-size bed and TV. Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you expect? Like, y'all, the whole five teams in this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the like, come on now. I don't know. But hopefully this bubble kicks off and it goes well. I got my money on the Lakers, as always. Ride or die with Brian out here and AD. No one. No one. I'm a, I'm a, I love LeBron, but I got the Lakers winning, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Clearly. I'm not watching. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. No, I'm going to watch it because I want to see, I wanna see like, what it look like. I want to see the aesthetic. Yeah, that's why it's going to be so yeah. different. But as far as the winner, it's like I'm, I'm just not taking this the rest of the season seriously. I, I just don't want the Clippers to win. I can't. I can't take it serious. But let me wrap up this bubble talk because I, I, I feel like one more thing. Yeah. All right. It's been itching at me for a while. And this is whole, while we're talking about basketball, you know, the big – Things always who the who's the goat, who's the best, and everything. So I kind of want to find out what what's your definition of like what makes someone a goat and what makes someone the best at like something. Criteria, like, yeah, like because I have two different criteria. Because if I'm saying someone the best, if I'm saying someone is the best at something, I'm not necessarily saying they're the goat at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a goat is a is a combination of your your skill set, your accomplishments, and your impact on the game. While being the best could mainly just rely on your skill set. You know. Like, you could be the best and not have any accolades. Because, like I said earlier, I feel like Kobe is the best player of all time. And that's because of his skill set. I feel like there's no El Prime Kobe. There's no one. There's not a better basketball player than Prime Kobe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Kobe's the greatest basketball player ever just because they'll call him. Like, although Kobe was great and how we say how he impacted our lives, the uh, natural game of basketball, it's just, it, it's been other people who had greater impact on the game of basketball, like Magic. The Magic, the Birds, like even Brian's had a, a big impact on the game of basketball. Kevin Durant had a big impact on the game of basketball. Not saying his impact is bigger than Kobe, but you get what I'm going. And I just feel like when you add some of those things up, like you'll see the difference between the best and the greatest. Like even in the football standpoint, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but he's not the best quarterback in the league right now. Like you're right. clearly going to have to give it to him. Right now, Lamar Jackson. but the GOAT, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, greatest so, of all time. That don't make you the best at a certain period of time. Right. Yeah. So like I said, being a GOAT is a culmination of your whole yeah, entire like body. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but being the, I can be momentarily the best at something. Of course. But that don't miss it. Like, yeah, that don't make me the GOAT at it. So wow. I just wanted to know, like, how do y'all break that up? Because I feel like people get real confused when I say certain things and I be like, yeah, like, they're good. I don't consider them the greatest or they may be the best at this, but that don't mean they're the greatest. Because I always think of, like, GOAT as, a, like, a legacy thing. Yeah. That person, like, the best don't necessarily have to have a legacy. They could be the best for one year. Mm-hmm. And we can just think about that one year, but that one year don't make no legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know so, you do. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't look at it as clearly accolades have a big part, but like it's your impact of the game. What you, oh, I can't even talk. Like what I'm trying to say, like because if we can say Bill Russell's the goat just off of his what eleven rings, but we don't because as far as pushing the game forward, yeah. Like, I mean, he probably did during that time, but as far as how we look at the game of basketball now, like. There's not much from Bill Russell's era that we draw from and like implement to today's game. Yeah, but yeah. actually, I feel like everything that he stood for is starting to get lessened. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care about rebounds no more like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, nobody, yeah, nobody really play defense no more. 
So I feel like everything that he stood for. So do you think over time? Well, I feel like ultimately time is the only gesture that can hold it because, like, in the future, people gonna because like like how I just said like uh the whole defensive and uh, intangible mindset that was played back in his day mm-hmm. don't really isn't really honored no more because we live in a time where it's all about scoring the ball. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's what ultimately like whatever the whatever is in that time is what people consider the goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then I think for me, a lot of things, <clears throat> at least when I'm talking about goats, I just think about people who transcend time. Yeah, or like whose skill set or accomplishment kind of transcend time. Yeah, like I go back to Magic <clears throat> in the eighties and everything, and I feel like you can take Magic style of basketball in the eighties and you can literally drop it into today's game and mm. it's still going to be Magic. Damn, I'm patting my game off the Magic. Magic that do like a lot of the way we play the game basketball days is thanks to Magic in the Showtime, like the mm. fast break, get up and down the court, and it just being reinvented over the years. Well, thirty two because of Magic. <laughs> yeah, you got the running gun sons, you got the Warriors, like pretty much everything. Like you just you've seen so many different variations of what started off as the Showtime, like yeah, for sure. thanks to Magic Johnson, and that's what I mean, like transcended or someone like Larry Bird who was. We haven't seen a Larry Bird since Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> There's never been another great white player. Which is like crazy that. to think about that. Like, you can easily say, like, Kobe was Jordan. LeBron is Carmelo and Magic. There's n- Who's the next Larry Bird? Like, that's crazy to think about. Like, nope. Larry Bird is clearly stamped in the history just off of There's not another Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen nothing like it. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, that's how I rank my goals as like. Do you transcend time? time. Can, I, like can I drop you here in this era and you still going to at least be somewhat of the same person? Like, I feel like you take Bill Russell and you drop. Actually, Bill Russell's game might actually work in today's game just because the center position isn't as, uh, as, as, center, as it yeah. was when he was playing. Like, yeah. although he was a 6'9 center, as the years went by, centers got big. Like, you had Wilk. Who was and now they're starting to get smaller. Yeah, now they're going, yeah, they're going back to that generic size. So, I do feel like Bill Russell actually would hold some weight to that game. But just as far as, like, his, but like, his play, like, there's nothing from Bill Russell's game that I either seen, well, I've never seen a Bill Russell game other than highlights, but there's nothing I really see from it and be like, that changed how the game of basketball yeah. was played. Like, so where would you have Dirk at? Dirk, as a, as a GOAT? Or, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know why I work because I got to think of all the people in my head right now. I'm not real sure. Uh, I definitely have him as a goat. I probably wouldn't say he's he's not he's not in my top ten, but he's definitely someone who. Uh, to me, I, he changed the game. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Dirk's kids in this game today. Yeah. Just off of big men that want to shoot. When, when we was coming up, out, we was yeah. doing one day fadeaways and everything. Yeah. Cause when we was like around that time, two thousand about two thousand eight, nine, ten, eleven, Dirk yeah. was the dude in the league who had the unblockable shot. Cause <laughs> to me, I think what Dirk started the big man shooting, if I'm not mistaken. One of the people in the league, he definitely. If he didn't start it, he put it back on the map. Yeah, cause I'm trying to think, Ogowski's, but that was even not the Dirk. So yeah, like, like you know what? Things of Dirk being a goat, but like you said, impact wise and where he, his game at here and there, like Dirk has to be up there just off of I was I was using Dirk as a just. And I mean, I was just thinking about. I'm still thinking about Bill Russell, like, cause like, okay, I think, cause like I said, he didn't, he was, he wasn't known to be a scorer. He was just like defensive minded and So like, Ben Wallace, like, I feel like they had similar skill sets. Well, you know, consider Ben Wallace being the best because he don't got a living ring. Ben Wallace can't score the ball. 
I mean, but Bill Russell could score the ball. I don't yeah. think you necessarily have to be a like a, a bona fide killer or known as a scorer to be able to score the ball. Like Ben Wallace, legit can't score the ball. Well, yeah. Like he, he don't have nothing to his game other than defense. Other than defense Whereas yeah. I feel like Bill, Bill Russell was definitely a person who can take the ball from one end of the court to the other, like by himself. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> when I hear his name, I just well, when I hear Bill Russell's name, I just think about the defensive part. Because you know we don't really hear nothing about the scoring. Mm-hmm. Because Whoop was in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop dropping a hundred. So whatever, whatever. Bill Russell probably had. Whoop probably had forty more points than that. Whoop did not drop a hundred. Stop that. That is not. Uh, until I find someone that can tell me they actually watched that game, I do not believe in the Whoop one hundred point game. Did not drop. Not. All these old people walking around and not one person seen Whoop drop a hundred. Fuck out of here. Whoop one hundred point game. It's a lot of things I don't believe about Whoop. I've seen some lady celebrated her 105th birthday. Where is she at when we'll drop 100? Oh, she, oh okay, yeah. I'm quiet, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But while we talk about goats, well, back to the goat first, best thing while I'm talking about it. Because I was, once again, thinking about Kobe. And it's like, I feel like, well, well we always say, you know, Kobe, like, he, he, He's another Jordan, pretty much. He was Jordan Jr. But that's the argument with Kobe. If people say, if you say Kobe's a GOAT, then Jordan's a GOAT because he's the Jordan 2.0. But just, what kind of weird, well, I guess it doesn't really weird me out, but it's like, there's not another Kobe. Like, there's, I mean, there's some players who have, like, some flashes of Kobe, you know, like. If Jason's probably the closest. Yeah, I was about to say, if it's two players who I can say who gains, like, mirrors Kobe's in some ways or at different points in Kobe's career, I'd say Jason Tatum and Kawhi. Have a little bit of Kobe. Well, Jason has a lot of Kobe's game, but I yeah. think he has a lot of Kobe and Melo in him. Yeah. yeah. But I think Kawhi, Kawhi has a lot of Kobe in him, but Kawhi is also like a, a big body, so he's like he's mm-hmm. a bruiser a little bit too. But when it comes to the mid range game, like he, he's pretty Kobe and Jordan mm-hmm. S with him. But there never be another Kobe because Kobe took Jordan. Like it's easy to watch somebody highlights and try to duplicate it, but Kobe took it and made it his own. How do you like, do that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How do you that's why I didn't know being another Kobe because nobody's going to take the time and who's going to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> Kobe was breaking down his schedule for the day and I'm just like, dog, that you spent an hour two, home, two man, hours, like, two hours that's home, crazy. Break. Two hours yeah, back in the gym, like, home, gets on the eat, yeah. two hours back in the gym. Dog. I mean, when that's your job, what else you going to do? And, and just hearing the stories, how he's like, yeah, I'll go out with you, but at 3 o'clock? Yeah, get your ass up. Like yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Like that's one of the best stories. Yeah, because it's like it's plenty of players who put in countless hours in the gym. Yeah, and everything. But for Kobe to mirror Jordan's game and to even in some areas of the game Perfected. do it better yeah. than Jordan, like Kobe was definitely a better shooter than Jordan. I'm nobody say. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think Kobe. I think Kobe 06. I think the only version of Jordan that could rival Kobe 06 is either 91 Jordan or 88 Jordan. Other than that, I kind of feel like Kobe Sage. Because after, I say 91 with them, I say 91 is the best. as a champion, 91 was Jordan's best year. Yeah. As a champion. Yeah. As a player, I say 88 was his best year. But like, I mean, not to say he had bad years other than that, because he clearly had a great career. Clearly, <laughs> man had a career average of 30. He was so a at one point. <laughs> but yeah, but I, was, I think I'd take 06 Kobe on his, outside of those two versions of Jordan. That's fair. I say my my top three favorite uh, point in time players is 06 Kobe, 2012 LeBron, and I say 2000 Shaq. 
Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> solid too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those are some of the most unstoppable players ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you did you want to add something to your goal versus the best? I mean, like well, you you brought up a good point when you said the whole transition through time or transcend through time. Mm-hmm. Um, accolades got to be up there and championships got to be up there to be the dope. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it has to though, because look at Robert Horry. But that's it. But Robert Horry, like he got the rings, but yeah. he don't have the skill set yeah. or the impact or the stats. Yeah, he don't have the impact at all. <laughs> like everyone else who's in that category, like Jordan, Magic Bird. Uh, I'm just thinking of people with like championships, like you just say accolades well, and all no, that's that. Not like, the only thing, like no. we have to see the see what they did to gain that too. Yeah, like of course he. I mean, we got a new name, Big Shot Bob. I mean, yeah, but all those big shots come from you being literally the fifth option on the team. Like literally, like oh, you all fell in my hands. And I'm in the right place at the right time, and yeah. no one's thinking about me. Like that's Robert Orr's career. It wasn't like, hey, check. And it's me. I, I got you tonight. Like, no, no one, no one's doing it. Like, no. Like, yeah, because, like, or more so championships that you were, like, the major impact on. Mm-hmm. That's why I think context matters. <laughs> context really matters. Because, yeah. I mean, you really mm-hmm. got to think about exact context, and it's, it's hard to do that on the fly, but. When you love the game, you know context. That's, I, that's my main thing now. Like, I really value context when I'm talking, like, sports with somebody. It matters. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of just hate the whole, like, you get into a sports debate with people. And, you know, Honestly, that's a life to, thing right there. Yeah. Context is everything. And then, shoot, being a LeBron fan, you got to have context. Like, you got to have context. Because, well, he so, only won three rings and he lost so six. Being a I mean, fan. if we go back to some of those finals, what else could he have done? Like... <laughs> I just if he would have won one, I wouldn't hurt some like somebody's excuse. Like if he would have beat the Spurs in oh was that, 03, 04, 05, whatever year, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it. Yeah. Like what would you say? Like, <laughs> I Brian really gets a bad rep for nothing because even Shaq Sharp points out like LeBron, LeBron is the, <laughs> he's the only player who catches heat when his teammates do what they're supposed to do. Like. Yeah. You have four other teammates on the floor, like score the ball, and then when one finally actually catch lightning in the bottle and score a ball, then it's like, oh, he got saved. His legacy got saved. Like this has become the LeBron <laughs> podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, why is the LeBron, why is the LeBron meltdown so big, but not George, but George Hill missing that free throw? And the, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's so big, and like the the the, the miscues that Brian has had in his career are over ten years old. Yeah, like that's a whole decade ago. We're in a whole new decade, and although like the final losses, like Golly. it's only been it's only been I say <laughs> 20, 2011 and yeah twenty eleven and I say game one of twenty fourteen are probably the only times where he legit like. Bro, what are you doing? Like, we're better than this. But like, other than that, like, you're averaging a triple double. L. Okay. What? What? What, what other stat? <laughs> what's that category? Can you feel up to get the win? Like, it's ridiculous. But while we talk about it, we just go along with the goat. What we're saying these other goats aren't held to that standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one gave Jordan slack when Steve Kerr came into the pledge. No one gave Kobe slack when Powell Gasol comes in. Well, no, play. it's always oh Jordan drew up that play. Yeah, yeah. Or Jordan knew he would be open. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But. Even I know, if we're gonna praise Kobe, we gotta bring up the bad. Well, like some of the low moments in the career too. When the pe- when he was missing game winning shots and someone was tipping the ball in for the game winner, like no yeah. one no one was saying someone saved Kobe. Right. Middle world peace hit him three to win the next. 
In the 2017, I'm gonna say 2017, in the 2010 finals, but no one talks about it. Right. Like, what if he would have missed that? I wonder what the narrative would have been. No one talks about it. So, yeah, but more on the sport, context matters. If you want to come into a, a debate with me about sports, I just really appreciate context. Uh, it's been a great one here. Talked about the GOATs in the game, mm-hmm. talked about it. Talk a little everything for real. That was oh seven finals. I said oh three. I'm sorry. What? what the Cavs and Spurs. I said oh three. What the? F- <laughs> 2007. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I don't know why I said 2003. I'm sorry. That just that just popped in my head. Like what? The- Anyways, this has been a great recap to start our run back. You know the roads are getting back in town. Hey, we back at it. Bro. We're getting back at we're it. Back at it. We're trying. Hopefully, by hashtag net. no structure. You know what I'm saying? We throwing, we just throwing loose ends now. Right. We may, we might be a little rusty, but so what? The first time back. Guys. What you gonna do about it? We gonna have to sign back on the pod next week. I'm glad we you're had back. technical difficulties this week, so we couldn't get my boy in. But let, just let it be known, Josiah is still a rogue. On me. Let it be known, ain't, ain't no division in the squad here. On me. So uh, yeah, it's been B robbing the bank, uh, KB24 and King Duke Sanity. Yes, uh, sir. Chris, you can get it on Instagram at Rogue One underscore Podcast. Uh, any other sandwich buzz I'm missing right now? Oh yeah, go check out my boy James LeBone on SoundCloud. Facts. He got some bangers out. Facts. Listen to him. Give Facts. him some lights. Give my boy on the map, and uh, we out of here.